Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Yesterday was Daf Kuftes. <coughs> today's Daf Kuf Yud. We're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf. Get to today's Daf. We'll see what we learned yesterday. Forgot already. Forgot already. I know. It was a, it was a whole day in between. So uh, let's do a review. So we started off yesterday talking about um, a quote from Rebbe. <coughs> and our goal is to try and bring a proof a proof to the, uh, th- that this question of efsher lesochto, when something is possible to be squeezed out of something else, mm-hmm. um, and the iser can be squeezed out, does that make a difference? Or is it too late already? It's once it becomes, uh, uh, even though you can technically, you know, get out whatever was absorbed in, it remains prohibited, or once it can come out, so then it becomes mutter. That's the discussion, and it, we saw that it was already a machlokas amoraim in that issue. And the Gemara, is told, the Gemara told us that not only is it a machlokas amoraim, but in fact, it's actually a machlokas tanoim as well. The tanoim argue on the very same thing. And uh, basically, the way we got there was from a machlokas, and uh, the Machlokas was talking, the Bryce said like this, there's a drop of milk, I'm going back a little bit on Kufches, I'm in Bayes just to get from the beginning of the discussion. There's a drop of milk that fell on a chaticha, a piece of meat, and uh, it gave time to that chaticha, the chaticha itself is nevela, and it asks all the other chatichas, because they're the same species. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yudha says that. Okay, the Chachamim say it has to give time in the rotev and the kippah and the chatichos. Now, comes along Rabbi and he says, you know, Rabbi Yehuda would make sense if they didn't mix it or didn't cover the pot. And the Chachamim would make sense if they did mix it and did cover the pot. Okay? So, that, what does this mean? They mix, didn't mix. So, let's go through one step at a time. First thing, we're mm-hmm. saying that when he says it makes sense to me that Rebbe's, Rebbe Yehuda would make sense if they didn't mix the pot, does that mean he didn't mix the pot at all? It stayed uncovered and it stayed the way it is and the drop of milk just fell on that one piece of meat? If that's true, then how can anybody say that anything else should be usher? It's mivlebala, mivlebala, meaning it just, this piece, you didn't move anything, you didn't do anything. A drop of milk fell on a piece of meat that's sta- sitting there above the, above the water, nothing... Nothing happening. You didn't mix it. So then, where, well, how is that drop of milk going to ever get past that one piece of meat to answer the pot? And that all the other slices of meat should be answered. Just take off the bad one and then that's it. It shouldn't be a problem at all. So that doesn't make any, uh, doesn't make any sense that it was never mixed. It must be that it wasn't mixed in the beginning. But later on, after it already got fully absorbed in the one piece of meat, they mixed it and now it, who knows where it stuff. is. That's what it is. And that's where... Makes sense to me that Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe speaking Rebbe, makes sense to me that the Allah should be like Rebbe Huna. Okay, fine. Um, so, the question is, um, that implies, okay, um, why? Uh, because, if, why would it be usher? Why would this be usher even after you mix it later? Because... Rabbi Yehuda holds, and Rebbe agrees with him, that because even afterwards it gets mixed up and the, whatever was absorbed in this one piece of meat went out into the rest of the pot, doesn't change anything. So you see that at least the Rebbe Yehuda holds, okay? Now, 
The question is, is that uh, the fact that Rebbe saying he makes sense to me when it was mixed at the end, sounds like that Rebbe Yehuda said it even farther. It says that it's even that case when it was mixed in the beginning. So the question is, if it was mixed in the beginning, why do you have to measure only against that one piece of meat? You should be able to measure against the entire pot. <clears throat> so the Gemara says that the pshat is, is that maybe we're afraid that maybe it, um, it wasn't mixed properly. It wasn't mixed so well. So like it didn't really get that drop all over the place. And, right, and therefore, <clears throat> even though you mixed it right away from the beginning, maybe it stayed only in that one piece of meat in the, initially, until it got fully absorbed in that piece of meat. And that's why that's not an option. Oh, and that's why uh, Rabbi Yehuda is mafmir. Fine. What else did we see? We saw that Rabbi, said, Rabbi says that the Chacham makes sense to me when he was mixed and he was covered. Now, what does it mean it was mixed and it was covered? If it was only at the end that it was mixed and it was covered, and then I, Rebbe saying, I agree with the Chachamim, the problem is, is that we already said that I agree with Rebbe Huda in that case, because we established that Rebbe Huda was talking about, not where it wasn't mixed at all, but it was mixed at the end, obviously. Okay, So it must be that it was mixed in the beginning and covered in the beginning, which implies that I agree with them when it was done right away, because now you're measuring against the entire pot, but at the end, I don't agree with them. But that shows that the Rabbanan themselves hold that uh, <clears throat> if you mix it in the end, even though you didn't mix it in the beginning, they still would say that you're measuring against the entire pot, which shows that they're holding is mutter. So now we see that these Tanoim, the Rebbe Huda and the Chachamim, are arguing whether it's Efshelosokto Asr, like Rebbe Huda, or Efshelosokto Mutter, like the Chachamim. So we found the Tanun. Now, on that, Rav Midifti said to Ravina, maybe there's an alternate way to understand what's going on here. Another way to look at it. Maybe everybody agrees Evshel Sokto is Asa. Okay? Even the Chachamim. And you want to know why the Chachamim are Mekel in their case? Maybe because they held the Mimbimino is also able to be Mavato. Not like Rabbi, not like Rabbi Udo holds Mimbimino ain't a bottle, but like the uh, other opinion that mimbamino is bottle and allows for bittle. So even though there's many slices of meat here, they all help to be mevatel, that one piece of meat. And it's Lishitasa, a beautiful Lishitasa who says mimbamino lo bottle, and the Rabbanon are going according to their shita, a mimbamino bottle. So the Gemara says that's not really a, a possibility. And here, at least these Chacham can't be holding that way. Why? Because if you say that the Rabbanon over here hold Min Bimino, like Rabbi Yehuda, that it's, that it's in a bottle, and they're only arguing in Efshel Sokto, then Rabbi's compromised opinion actually fits into the words, because he's saying Nir and Divrei Rabbi Yehuda in this case, and Nir and Divrei Chachamim in this case. But if you're saying that Efshel Sokto, everybody held his Asr, and it's just they're arguing in Mimbimino or not. So then why wouldn't Rebbe, 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 Rebbe's not saying any comment at all on whether Mimbimino is mutter or not. So he's, he's not agreeing with Rachamim at all. He would never say, I agree with Rachamim in that case. I agree with Rebbe in this case. In what they're disputing, I'm not agreeing at all, right? I'm taking on sides that Mimbimino is, uh, is Eno Bato. So, 
And um, and he's thinking that he's just saying, I disagree with Reb Yehuda, who says that if you mixed it right away, it's still maybe you didn't mix it. He's worried that maybe you didn't mix it well. I disagree with that. It's nothing to do with Chacham's opinion. That's not what their issue is with him. So anyway, bottom line is that's very clear that they're arguing these Rabbanon, these Chacham over here agree that Mimbamino is not Bato, that even two of the same species uh, can't be Bato, but they're only arguing whether Efshle Sochto's Mutter or Aser. Fine. That brings us to the next, mish, next Mishnah. The Mishnah is talking about a Kechal. A Kechal is an udder. An udder, as we know, is the cow from the cow that, the, 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 that produces the milk. U-D-D-E-R. I don't know if you... You know what that is? It's the part where when you milk a cow, that's where it is. U-D-D-E-R. Udder, it's called. I'll tell you what it is. Whatever. Okay. Kachal. You know, that, that's the Hebrew word. But anyway, the point is, I'm, I don't know the... I'm sorry, I don't know the Spanish word. I'm not sure they use... I mean, it's... That's the word over here. That's the one. Sure the modern word is kachal too. I'm not sure. Ah. 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 Okay. Good. All right. Thank you. Milk the cow. When you milk the cow. Exactly. No. Today is done automatically. Not done by hand anymore. No. Right. Also. When I work in the kibbutz. In the kibbutz it's all automatic today. The kibbutz don't do that. No. They do, do they still do that? No. No, no, no. no it's you put the, uh, right. the machine. The machine. machine. Yeah. I work in the inner Now they have that uh, the the cow just goes into there and it just whoop, goes up right up to the uh, the thing. They, that's oh, how they, they do for Shabbos now. Mm-hmm. The cow knows exactly where to go and all of a sudden, boop, comes up. Ah, then, oh. Yeah. Oh. It's uh, like on its own. The cow, cow goes because in there. In there and Shabbos, you have to do it. You yeah, you have to do it. So that's the, now, now they have it automatic. I just found out last week or something. Yeah, but yeah, I still remember the beautiful days, the Arab was going by this outside the house to the house, a bunch of goats, you know. Uh, and you go outside with a container and he just put it right under and chuck, 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 and you buy the milk. In your day, back in your day, when, when uh, you were like, oh, a in the kid. evening, the other the the we had the lady down the street over here, she had a cow mm-hmm. and she used to bring us milk every morning. I mean every evening. Every in evening. the morning. There was that much fat up top of the milk. <laughs> Look, I'm an yeah. old man. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I still wow. remember those days. That wow. used to anyway, be. okay, well, let's get started. It's, it's reminiscing. Okay. Remember. <laughs> that's, a, that's a miracle. I'm, I'm like proud that I remember when in Israel they had milk in bags. Like the old. They, what? they still have milk they in still bags. bags. Too, and you have to buy the container. Yeah, to milk in bags. The they yeah. sell the you milk in bags. Okay. Okay. Okay, so... The kechal, um, what do you do with a kechal? How do you eat it? It's, uh, it's filled with milk, okay? So what's the story? So you tear it open, cut it, and you squeeze out the milk. That's what you're supposed to do. What if you didn't do that? You just cook it like that. It didn't transgress the isra basar b'chalav. Okay. Now, what about uh, the heart of an animal? And a heart, so, obviously, can so, so, what? What's, what do you do? I'm sorry about if you didn't do it, you, you didn't do the very That's all I said, right? You didn't transgress. Yeah. What about a heart? You also has blood in it. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to tear it open to spill out the blood that's in the chambers. Lokro, if you didn't do it, so then you also didn't open it. There's a difference between milk and blood. Yeah. Milk is 
is kosher and blood is not. Right, right. So but but it's similar because it has <coughs> a, a something, I mean, obviously... It's within the muscle. Right, yeah. it's something that's inside that you got to get out. So that's why I put it together in the same Mishnah. Now, that being said, we saw Rab Zeris has the name of Rav, that when it says, Eino over a love, by the case of the Kechal, not only are you not over a love, Mida or Raisa, but rabbinically you still can't eat that. No. Eino over a love, but umutar, it's actually permitted to eat. Meaning, bidyavet. If I didn't squeeze out the milk that's inside the udder, I I can I can eat it. I mean, once it's done and it's cooked, I can eat it. Don't worry about it. Problem is, why did it use the terminology of eno over? I love that. That's the terminology that sounds like you didn't transgress, but it's not mutter, right? So the verse says maybe we only use that for the seifa of the the heart that has blood in it. We're there. It's really, if I don't drain the blood, it's still not you're just not transgressing the Daraisa, but there, since it's still going to be prohibited, so we use the terminology of Eino Overlove over there, so we stick to the same term Eino Overlove here as well. That's the story. So, um, so the Gemaras tried to prove this understanding of Reb because you have another quote that says that the Kral is supposed to tear and get out its milk. If you didn't, you'd say no overlof. And then it says the heart is supposed to tear and get out its blood. If you didn't, then tear it now and spill out the blood now. So doesn't that imply? And then it'll be mutter. So it sounds like that in the heart, it be the Eved, it says what to do, um, that you got to get rid of it. But by the by the kachal, we didn't say if you cooked it now you got to squeeze out the milk. So doesn't that sound like bidyevet? It's mutter. So Gemara says no, that doesn't prove anything. Maybe the heart, it's it will help at, even after you cooked it, since the muscle of the heart is so firm. Mm-hmm. It's a very strong muscle in the body. It's working the most. Okay, um, so therefore it doesn't absorb any of the blood that's in its chambers. So therefore, mm-hmm. all you have to do is drain it. And you're back to and you're and you're good to go, okay. Um, but the but the kral, it's not going to be. It's not going to help to tear it open after you cooked it. So maybe, but it's still also be the evidence. So it doesn't prove. We anything. don't need hard. What? We don't need hard. You can. You can. Absolutely, can Why eat not? hard. No. Yes, yeah, it's, it's. I'm not saying it, it's not common to eat it, but it's, it's kosher. <laughs> So, Rebbe, why yeah. on the liver we have to do, go to all those troubles to get ready to eat? We next livers today's da- livers today's daf. Okay, we're not oh, up I'm to sorry. liver okay, yet. Okay, the chopped liver. liver. The liver is not chopped liver. That's liver has, has its own has its own topic. Okay, okay. we we'll get okay. to liver okay. soon. Okay, it's very different. The the it's fundamentals of liver okay. and heart. Heart it just has blood, real blood in its chambers. The the liver the is like the liver is soft. And the heart is very hard, very smooth. So right, it's a very is. different muscle, yeah. very different type of muscle. And okay. also the liver is, is, is like congealed blood in this sense, in terms of it's basically it tastes, it tastes the same as blood, as we it will see. It absorbs soon. the blood. Yeah, it absorbs right, the blood. Right, right. So that's the, it's, a fun, it's a very different situation. Right. There it's just like a pocket. By a heart, right. it's just a pocket in the chamber yeah, that has blood in the Right. Anyway, brings us to the next thing. This version, that's version A. Version B is uh, Reb Zeira says in the name of Rav, okay, that ain't overlove means aser. You're not allowed to do it, okay? 
We thought now we have a proof. Why does he use the term Einoverlov? Does not prove it. The Gemara says no, no, it doesn't prove it because maybe we use Einoverlov because of the heart. It doesn't prove that it's Asr. Okay. Well, then we tried again bringing a raya from the 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 halacha that we talked about a kal that if you tear it, it's mostly chalavo. If you don't tear it, you're not Overlov. And then uh, by the heart, you have to tear it. And if you didn't tear it, then it's not too late, you tear it now. And we, doesn't that imply that uh, by the heart you need to tear it, but by the kal you don't even need to tear it, meaning that it's mutter. So it sounds like it's a kash on this version of Reb in the name of Rav. So Gemara says, not necessarily true. It could be that the heart is not enough to tear it, but the kal, uh, I mean, it will help to tear it even after it's cooked, because like I said, it doesn't get absorbed in the muscle of the heart. But by the kal, it's not going to do anything by tearing it after it's cooked. It's already too late. It's far fallen. Maybe. So the bottom line is it's not a raya. And that is the two versions of Rabzir in the name of Rav. Comes along a, bra- a brisa a, that follows the, the first version that in fact a kachal is perfectly mutter to eat if it got cooked without having spilled out the blood in the middle. Now, beforehand. And that's because um, the, it says like this, that if a kachal was cooked with its milk, you didn't drain it first. It says mutar. Okay? Finished. Now, if he has stomach... It doesn't have a shame cholav. That's exactly Before, the pshat. Yeah. That's exactly why. As opposed to the keva, uh, uh, the, the stomach of a nursing animal, uh, like, a, like a baby that was right. nursing and has blood, milk in the stomach, and you cook that up, that, if it was cooked with the milk that's inside, that would be asr. What's the difference between the two? The difference is, one is in its... Which one is absorbed in the walls of the of the of the like by the kal it's absorbed inside, which is basically doesn't have a name of milk until later. And the other one it's not. It's already came out. The milk came out of the udder already when the, from the nurse unto the nursing animal. It already has a shame chalav, and that's why um, it's not going to be allowed to be eaten because when it's cooked with the milk inside. Now. What is the proper procedure of how you tear it? That's the next question. So Rav Yudha says that you tear it meaning you make an X, you know, forwards and back, right? You, you cut it and that will, you'll squeeze it against the wall. Rabbi Lazar told his servant that uh, tear me a kechal and I'll eat it. Was that a pashat? So the Gemara says, no, he's telling us that it does not even need it's good enough to just make a cut, one, a single cut. Um, it doesn't need to be squeezed against the wall. And that's the story. And then we ended off with a very interesting story from Yalta. Yalta was the wife of Rav Nachman. She was a very, very intelligent woman. She was the daughter of Rav Chizda. And she asked her husband, Rav Nachman, a question. She said, look, I noticed that anywhere the Torah prohibits, it gave a, 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 the same thing in a mutter fashion, that it's allowed. It doesn't, the Torah doesn't prohibit the, the, the entire taste completely. It gives you an opportunity to experience that in a heterodical way. Okay, so that's the, that's the idea. Um, so what, what does that show us? Um, so where do we see that? So it goes through, let's say, gives a, a bunch of examples. Blood is prohibited to eat, but you're allowed to eat liver. A woman who's menstruating, you're not allowed to have relations. But there's something called Dam Toar, where she can have a, a blood coming out, and she's still permitted. Then there's milk of a, I mean, chelev, 
the forbidden fats of a beima, but there's this those same fats is allowed by the by the chaya. Um, a chazir is prohibited, and that's a, but there's a, another food that has exactly the same taste. It's the brains of a certain fish that has the same taste. There's a bird that's not kosher, but there's a kosher for um, something that has the same taste as that. So that's the idea. Another example: Ashes ish is prohibited to have relations with. But how do I get that same similar taste? A divorcee, while her husband's still alive, that has a very similar experience because her former husband's still alive. But the Yavama's mutter. A Gentile woman is prohibited, but a Yafastar is permitted. So all of these experiences. So the question she asked, she says, I want to have the taste of Basar B'chalav. Where's the hat to take a taste of Basar B'chalav? That was her question. Okay, you follow the question. Yeah. Very learned question. Anyway, what is the answer? Rav Nachman right away he went to the butchers and he said, tear her up, a, a, cut open a, a, a khal, we'll spear up a, a khal and we'll roast it for her that she can enjoy uh, an udder and then she'll have the taste of meat and milk. Beautiful answer to the question she got with. Oh, question is, I, don't you have to tear it? So Gmar says, oh, when you, for the pot, and then you have to tear it. He was roasting it. All the milk that comes out is not going to go back in. It's Because it comes milk once it goes out. That's the problem when it's going into a pot and then coming back in absorbed in the meat. But over here, it's going out and draining onto the fire. It's no problem. So that's why, that's what's going on. It, 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 uh, it, in this case, it would be allowed. I, even so, isn't it only Bidi Eved that it's okay? Uh, that's what he said. Uh, it's only Bidi Eved, it's not Lechatchila. So the Gemara says, could be that it's even Lechatchila. Um, uh, and uh, meaning, ro- even roasting, if roasting is Lechatchila allowed. It doesn't need a, to be torn open, it doesn't need to be squeezed out the milk. You can uh, actually cook it that way and roast it. Uh, I. What about the? Uh, why did it say beloshem b'dieved? Because it's a keva is is only allowed is not is is even b'dieved not allowed. So that's why we stuck to the same expression, and that is where we left off yesterday.